Hi guys, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha Stefankiewicz. So today I wanted to spend some time talking about non-scale victories. We've talked in the past about why, you know, about the, the consequences of using the scale as your only true measure of health. And so today I wanted to talk about some other measures that we can use to really figure out if we're making and getting where we want to be in terms of our health, self-care, and wellness goals. Before we start, I want to remind you, I have a freebie over on my website, which I think is pretty awesome. It's called Meal Planning Made Easy, and it's a free guide, and it is meant to be used especially when you have a week that's super crazy and it's just some ideas to really make and streamline the meal prepping and planning process. And at the end of it, there's a few free recipes. So head on over to trishard.com and you can click on the freebie and enjoy it. Okay. So I wanted to spend some time talking about these non-scale victories because I think a lot of us measure our progress in terms of what our you know, what we're doing for our health really based on the scale. For most of us, it is weight. Many of us have this like really unhealthy and fearful relationship with the scale and the weigh-ins that you do ends up being this like do or die movement, this like moment of truth. Like all of a sudden this number on the scale is going to decide your self-worth. It's going to tell you like, oh my gosh, am I going to binge today because of the consequence of this? Or am I going to be really restrictive today, depending on what the scale says? Over time with those like multiple weigh-ins, the scale becomes like this soul crushing experience reminding us of like, maybe we're not doing enough or we aren't doing it fast enough, but just overall the questions are enoughness. And that's a real problem, right? So we put a lot of our emotional weight into this inanimate object called a scale. The crazy part of all of it is that nobody sees the scale but you. And it's like this, like the, the number, whatever it is on there is like this shameful little secret that we carry around. And so I don't always recommend, you know, in general, I think weighing and using a scale can be really you know, I think it can be really detrimental, but obviously you're going to do what's best for you. But I want to remind you that there are other measures of success besides the scale. You know, when we talk about the scale, one reason why it gets really tricky is because there's a lot of things that the scale doesn't account for, right? So if you're in the middle of making some really great health changes and you really feel like you're doing a great job, And then all of a sudden you're not like, it's not that like all that hard work and sacrifice isn't reflected in the scale. You know, there are a lot of reasons for that. And it could be, you know, that it could be like related to what you ate that day. It could be related to how much water you drank that day, or if you're dehydrated, it could depend on what kind of physical activity you did. It could depend on you know, if you're moving your bowels or not, it can depend on fluctuating hormone levels. So there's all these things that the scale doesn't account for. Another one is that the scale, you know, really can't differentiate between if you're gaining muscle or if you're gaining fat mass or if you have fluid. So nobody actually knows 
just by the scale, what the body composition is. So if you're making these health changes and you're not seeing results on the scale, something else could be contributing to that. Like again, like you could be having an increase in muscle mass. So the problem with this scale is that it produces these like negative feelings. And so for a lot of people, it ends up being this like session with the number on the scale. Again, that nobody sees that is this trigger point for shame. And so it could be like, you then end up like overeating, depending on what is on the scale or undereating. So it does this like crazy, like this, like crazy cycle of like dieting, depending on what it is, even though three seconds before you even got on that scale, maybe you were feeling so confident and that you were doing everything right. And there's just something about that number that just is like, oh shit, I don't think I am doing the right thing or just like, you know, really messes with our head. So one of the things about this scale is that it can lead to like self-sabotage, self-doubt, you know, not feeling like you're enough, not feeling like you're worthy. So the scale isn't the only way to determine success, especially when it comes to health changes that you're in, that you're really trying hard to make. So today I want to spend some time talking about these like non-scale victories and to celebrate them because when you're in the process of making a change to your health that's positive, it's not always going to be reflect the number on the scale. It may in fact be reflected upon these like little changes that happen along the way that are so subtle that all of a sudden, maybe after six months, you might be like, oh my gosh, look at me, look at all these changes that I made. So I want to spend some time talking about them so that you can really start to, you know, become a little bit more aware of all the benefits of what you're doing and all your hard work has been. So what are examples of some non-scale victories? Well, first, and we'll go through a list of different ones. So to start, I think a big one is to feel like you have more energy. So if you feel like you're eating better, you're drinking more water, maybe you're exercising more, chances are you're going to feel like you have more energy because you're not sitting on the couch all the time. So you that may be reflected in like, having like increased clarity and focus on what you're doing. It might mean that you are able to like run after your kids a little bit more than you could before. That's a really big deal. And that's way better than what that number on the scale is going to tell you because that's much more functional. And that is a way that like it really changes your quality of life. You could have, you can end up feeling more confident in your skin because you feel like you're more functional and you're able to do more things. You could feel like you are better able to manage your emotions and cope with stress. That's a really big one, right? So maybe previously before you were making the health changes, maybe you felt like you were out of control and crazy, but now you feel like, all right, I got this. I know what stresses me out. I know how to manage that. That's a pretty great victory, I would say, in there. You could have decreased measurements. So instead of using the scale, maybe you have a tape measure and you measure your waist or something like that, just so that you can verify that you know what you're doing is working. 
So, you know, taking your own measurements, it, it might not even be that. It might even be something like you feel stronger. And so, you know, maybe you've decided that you're going to use weights and you feel stronger. And at first, maybe you couldn't really, you know, maybe you're only using like a three pound weight and you can only do like a couple reps. And now maybe you can do a 10 pound weight and you can do more than that. That's pretty great. Or maybe you at the beginning, you know, could only walk a little bit and now your endurance is increased and maybe now you can walk a half an hour. Well, that's wonderful because that is going to affect your quality of life way more than that number on the scale. So look for things like if you're any stronger, if you feel like you have more endurance, if you feel like you're able to walk further than you had before and you're not out of breath, or maybe you're able to walk more time each day or more miles each day. Well, that's pretty, that's pretty great. And remember like you're doing the behaviors. So as long as you keep doing the behaviors, you're going to have these non-scale victories along the way because you're doing what you need to do to get to where you need to be. You know, maybe you're able to like better have a better relationship when it comes to food. Well, that's a really big one because it doesn't matter what that scale says because the relationship with food is I think the biggest victory in all of this. So if you're somebody who always, you know, ate and you had no idea because you never listened to your body and you didn't know really what your body was telling you. And then all of a sudden you're able to like identify when you're hungry, or maybe you're like really able to be like, okay, I'm satisfied and I'm not hungry. Well, I would say that's the biggest victory of them all. That's pretty great. And that's an awesome non-scale victory. Maybe you are better able to be mindful about what you eat, or maybe you're able to pay attention a little bit more to what you're eating. That is amazing. I think an easy way too is to really, you know, if you're somebody I've worked with women before who can't get on the scale at all, because it triggers so much negative emotion for them. And so the easiest thing to do is probably instead of getting on the scale, just trying to figure out how your clothes fit, because then over time you'll be like, okay, this is a little bit more loose. And then this one, and then this one, it could be for somebody else. It could be that maybe you are able to shop in a clothing store that you hadn't been able to shop in before. Well, that's got to feel great. My gosh. What if you are, have like, that you feel like you're having like an enhanced overall quality of life that you're able to do more things with your kids. You're able to do more things as a family. Maybe if you want to go for a walk every night or ride bikes every night, maybe that's something that you're now able to do that you previously weren't able to do. Other examples of non-scale victories, which I think can be really subtle, but pretty amazing, especially if you are consistently able to do it is that you have like that you're eating more fruits and vegetables, or maybe you're drinking more water and less alcohol. That's pretty great. Maybe you're having an improved digestive health. So maybe before you were eating such crap all the time that maybe you were constipated or your bowels were all over the place. And now you're actually like pooping and having like regular bowel movements and your GI and digestive system feels like it's much more regular and you feel much better in that way. I think GI health is like very under like talked about and it's, it like hinders so much in people's lives. So maybe that's a really great small 
small victory or a non-scale victory that you experience along the way. Maybe it could be something like you feel like you're getting more sleep and that you feel like more control over just your life in general. That's some really awesome things that I think are better actually than anything that this scale could tell you because the scale doesn't tell you any of that. And then I think the biggest non-scale victory is an improved, like improved number. So if you're someone who has had like high cholesterol or high triglycerides or high diabetes, you know, all of a sudden normalizing those numbers, that's a really big deal in terms of disease risk. And then also, you know, maybe if you're even able to prevent going on medicine or going off of medicine, if you've already had that diagnosis, I mean, that's got to be amazing when it comes to a non-scale victory. So when it comes to health, you know, I think the takeaway here is to concentrate on things that are non-scale victories that really will, you know, I almost feel like they're more important in some ways because they're going to be these little benchmarks away along the way. And they're going to be so subtle and they're going to just be these little great things that we may not even, I bet they're going to be something that you're just kind of like, Oh my God, I can't believe I did that, but not really celebrate it. So the takeaway is to celebrate those small victories because they're awesome. And if you keep celebrating them, then your quality of life and your health is going to be so much better improved than just looking at that number on the scale, which by the way, doesn't tell you anything about your lifestyle. It doesn't tell you, you know, it doesn't do accounts or tell you like, Oh, you ate like so many fruits and veggies yesterday. And look, you had, you meditated yesterday or, Oh my gosh, you exercised yesterday or any of those really great things. The scale doesn't tell you any of that. So let's start thinking about and redirecting our focus from the scale to these non-scale victories that really are these subtle like wins that we need to celebrate so that we can stay motivated in doing all the health things that you want to do to get to your goals. So let's focus on, you know, seeing the achievement in that and then trying to mean that consistency and then the behavior surrounding that consistency rather than focusing on the scale. Remember, like you are not your weight, regular healthy behaviors and celebrating those non-scale victories are really the things that are going to help improve your health and self-worth and feeling that you're enough. Making that commitment every day to yourself to work on the behaviors and celebrating those victories will get you going in the right direction. Focus on the behaviors and the victories that are non-scale related, because as long as you keep doing the behaviors and practicing and acknowledging those non-scale victories, you're going to get where you need to be. And making those small changes every day are going to lead you to the goal that you have when it comes to health, wellness, or self-care. So get on out there, start thinking about your small scale victories and write them down. I want you to celebrate them um, because you're doing a great job. And I just want you to see how awesome and amazing you are. I'll see you guys back here next week. Thanks for listening. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. 
Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean that we have to give up on our health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take tiny, imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. You can find us at wholehealthempower.com or on Instagram at wholehealthempower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.